Well, hello. Good morning, or whenever you're listening to this podcast. Welcome to the Sunday Recap Podcast. We do have some guest podcasters on today, <laughs> <laughs> Joe and Ryan. I mean, Joe and Isaiah are out of town, so we've got Ryan and Sam on. Sam? Do you want to introduce yourself, Sam? Hey, it's nice to meet you, man. Good to meet you, too. Yeah. Sam is our top listener, <laughs> and so I felt <laughs> like he should he should have a spot here. This is a the, full circle moment, for sure. Yeah. I say, I, li- I listen every week. Do you listen every week? Yeah, only on Wednesday. So he listens, you and, and <laughs> he also responds every week, so. Do you really? I'm bad. I've never been a commenter on the pretty internet. Pretty much every week. So. I don't make a text. Wow, that's that really happens. good. I just asked I asked the questions behind closed doors. <laughs> See, I don't know you're listening if you're no, not responding. I, I, I'm telling you right now, everyone, I'm listening. I always listen to the podcast every week. I will say I don't read text, Grace. I don't email info at Freeway. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. maybe that's that's the growing. The same. The growing, okay. same. I don't believe in legal, legalism, but I do with this podcast. Every week, I religiously listen. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I'll make note of that. <laughs> okay. Well, we usually have an icebreaker question, and I have one this morning. Um which is, if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Tacos. Taco. Oh, and calories don't count. Like. <laughs> oh, fair. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> so tacos. Uh, tacos. I mean, I can. Every time I eat a taco, it's like the first time I've had one. So. I could <laughs> wow. Do that. What's your favorite? What's your ideal taco? From where? What is it? Any local spot normally. I'll try and do. Um, and I'll normally either do like this, the steak, the cilantro. Um, or I'll just go like a, a basic, it's normally called like the green Joe, but it's like the chicken with the pico and the sour cream. Oh so. yeah. Hard shell taco or the soft shell taco? Uh, normally soft. Okay. I was just, Cause that, that's why I always went for burritos as a kid. Yeah. Like I didn't even know that was really an option. Usually, usually we'd have hard shell tacos when I was a kid or soft shell burritos, soft yeah. you know, tortillas. We always had oh, soft really? shell. Yeah. 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 We always had soft then shell. Then I started eating at restaurants. I'm like, oh, you can get little tacos. I'm like, always <laughs> just take a burrito. Huh. Yeah, Esmeralda, I think, has really good tacos. They do. And the taco truck down here has really good tacos. I've only I ever had... taco truck guy. I've only ever had the steak quesadilla at Esmeralda because it was the first thing I had, and it was so good. I was like, I was afraid to order anything else. I just love that. Esmeralda is... If you haven't been there, yeah. it's legit. probably the best. That's legit. Um, my answer would be cheeseburgers because I would find lots of different ways to do variations on them. Like pizza is still going to be pizza, and you can change the toppings, but still the same base. But cheeseburgers, I feel like you can highlight different elements. You can add different kinds of meats or protein or vegetables in there. Like anything goes with a cheeseburger. It's it's basically just the ultimate sandwich. Is it like so. a, do you like a grill, like your own homemade cheeseburgers better than, or do you have like a restaurant that you like them? Um, yeah, no, we grill them all the time. I'll go to pretty much any restaurant. I mean, Five Guys for quick and cheap is our, usually our go-to. And you can put a ton. Is it cheap? Well, for cheaper. You can spend $14 on cheeseburgers these, day, these yeah, days, folks. Sure. I'm saying if you don't want to just stick around with McDonald's or something. Yeah. Um, usually yeah. I'm not allowed to just go get McDonald's. we got to get a little, little more highbrow. Yeah, but Five Guys, you can put that. everything on there. Green peppers. Yeah. I mean, you, you can do a whole lot of stuff. Have you had Mojo's in Raleigh? I think so. They have a they have a really good burger. Really, yeah. similar to yours. Like I've gotten one burger there, and I just can't bring myself to get yeah. another burger because yeah. it's just so good. Yeah, there's a couple places there. like that. I asked this question. And I don't really know what my response is, um, but I think I think 
if calories don't count. It's <laughs> <laughs> your question, Grace. <laughs> um, I love ACP from like a Mexican restaurant. Okay. And I know that it's not. Like super authentic. It's just cheese, rice, and chicken. And it might be the pregnant person in me talking right now. Is that your craving right now? I don't know if yeah. that's my normal. Do you have aversions and cravings? Mostly aversions. But okay. Yes. okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. But I am really feeling ACP right now. What's or your biggest like a aversion? really good garden salad with chicken on top. Okay. I, I pro- that's probably actually homemade with the homemade ranch dressing or whatever okay. you know. What's your biggest aversion right now? Um, Asian food. Really? It's really bummer because wow. I usually really like it. And every time I walk into Harris Teeter and smell that Asian bar. I oh, that's it. tough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's a tough sell anyway. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Ask Joe and Isaiah. They love it. Yeah. They love the Asian bar. Oh, I've had the sushi there. It's, it's tough. Oh. <laughs> right, but the Asian bar is good. Yeah. Oh, that used to be a, a go-to at the bank days. Mm, yeah. Well, cool. This week, um, Joe preached on Romans 1, 8 through 12. And um, we're going to talk about it today. So was there anything in particular that really stuck out to you in this uh, message? Or like a big takeaway that you brought? I love the first thing you said, which was it's not, the gospel is not just doctrine, but it's, it's a power source that affects, our, that affects our entire lives. I thought that was just, mm-hmm. that immediately encouraged me yeah. and filled me with hope and just confidence. That's, that's what empowers us empowers us that's good yeah he had this picture of you know you do you could do a thousand crunches but if you lose a right. loved one like those crunches aren't going to help you with mm-hmm. with that and i think that just really helped kind of make it tangible for me like where are the things that like i'm kind of banking on from a power mm-hmm. source perspective mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah that's good yeah he i think overall it, i really got a lot from it but the part where he was talking about like Paul is just all he's asking us is to keep our focus on what's important. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't even, and he talked about it too. He was like, he didn't even make it to like the other points that he was going to say. Like Paul didn't like he, he focused on the gospel because like, that's really the big thing is the big ask is to keep our eyes on Jesus, keep hmm. our eyes on what's really important and like live like that, you know? Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really good. So, our main points this week, the first one was that Paul was motivated by the gospel. What what do you guys think about that? I kind of relayed that to sort of like what are the motivations that I have throughout the day. So like mm-hmm. work for me like is a motivation because that provides a salary, provides benefits. Mm-hmm. And like the sort of like the trade off is that like I get up and, and go to work and, and do these X or Y things um, and how much that can shift my day. So if like something during the afternoon happens at work, like I have to either stay late or sometimes prep for like an extra hour. And mm-hmm. I'm like, does that same thing happen when, you know, if God's truly the source, mm-hmm. you know, if, if let's say we're, I'm walking down the street and God calls the attention that there's someone that I might need to share something with mm-hmm. or just kind of give some extra love to like, do I sit there and, and you know, and obey or do I might not really have to get going? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like work kind of has an easier pull for me. Yeah. 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 I think for me, um, it, you know, what he said, uh, it's easy to glorify God when we're winning or when like when life is good, but mm-hmm. where do our eyes turn uh, when, when we're, when it's hard, when mm-hmm. we're losing. Um, and, you know, Paul's encouraging the Romans um, and us to fix our eyes on Jesus. And uh, yeah, it's so easy to give praise 
just when it's hard, uh, but giving glory to God, that like when it's really difficult, that's when the rubber meets the road and your faith really has weight and it means something. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought kind of what you were saying, Sam, like, well, he was saying that the gospel motivates us to do good works. And I think a lot of times I can get it backwards of like, I'm more motivated by pleasing other people or like making my making myself feel like productive or mm-hmm. good and so I can be more motivated more motivated by do to do good works so that like other people will be pleased with me and mm-hmm. not because like the gospel is what fuels right. me and like makes me want to do the right thing or want to serve other people um yeah and so when he was saying that the gospel motivates us to do good works. And then even like a life in ministry for Paul wasn't good enough. Like Hmm. even that wasn't what motivated him. Hmm. It was only Jesus and only the gospel. Yeah. And so, yeah, I thought that was like a really good point. Uh, That's good. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) 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 Okay. The second point was that Paul was sustained by the gospel. Um, yeah. Did you guys get anything from that? I like the point that he made. It's not, you know, it's not sustaining if you just go to God when, you know, for like me, if like singleness is hard, if your marriage is hard, you go to God like consistently. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing in kind of like where I'm at right now that I'm really grateful for is with my quiet time, like it doesn't seem like it's a checklist item like it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember there have been a couple of days in the past two weeks where maybe I like, missed out on it. And it wasn't like this guilt of like, oh, I'm a bad person. I'm a bad Christian because I didn't do this. It was like, I had this opportunity to sit with like the father who created me, who knows me, mm-hmm. um, you know, future, present and past. Mm-hmm. Um, and I chose to, you know, one time I was angry at him. So I skipped it. And another time I just was busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, and I chose to prioritize those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know how good that time is. Um and so when he kind of was going through that, I was like, you know, it's really cool to see how that has changed just mm-hmm. internally. And that's totally the gospel because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's this checklist thing. And for a long time, like it definitely did kind of feel like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good, Sam. Like that's the inner transformation that only the gospel can bring. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was, uh, you know, him, him talking about, Lord, I trust you. Um like Paul's content with God's will in any circumstance. Mm-hmm. Lord, I trust you. There's a true trust in God means I'm only going to make it if you're there and just yielding yourself to God, you know, being dependent on Jesus to sustain us in every mm-hmm. sense, asking before we go through a door, not just, you know, he had this great illustration of just walking through the door as we're asking and um, manifesting our destiny in, in the moment before we even really wait to, to test it and see, like, is the Lord in this? It's, mm-hmm. I'm a very impatient person, so waiting is always a good thing for me to do, mm-hmm. to just see, like, okay, what does God have? Let's, let's not make this, this, this decision right now. Let's not make decisions based on emotions. That was big, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think making sure you're, like, you have this, this even keel to your perspective on it that's informed by the Lord, not just day to day of like, oh, I hate this. I love this. You know, you just, it's going to change um, each day. Like, do you actually wait, wait it out, calm yourself down, <laughs> get yeah. your, get your mind, your spirit level, you know, yield those to the Lord uh, before moving forward. Because I think it's so easy to make snap decisions 
Yeah. Um, especially based on emotion, yeah. even, even positive emotion. Right. For sure. I was thinking that like, how often is it that because we have enough money in our bank account, we take it for, yeah. as a sign from the Lord that <laughs> right. we should like buy right. that thing <laughs> when maybe that's not what God I definitely wanted at do. all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you so. talking to Sarah? What are you doing? <laughs> No, but I think that we do that a lot of times of like, because it's working out, because it seems easy, then that means that that's the decision or that's like the door that God wants us to walk mm-hmm. through. When, did we even ask him or did we just like check our, right. our account or right. like look at our schedule right. or whatever, you know? Um, yeah. You saying that reminded me of, I had a mentor one time tell me like, is it, easy or do you have peace Mm -hmm. because that could be two different distinctions like something does make sense and Mm -hmm. it could be even what like everyone around you is doing Mm -hmm. but yeah and maybe god's called into that yeah um but like are you truly trusting god that if he's good he's sovereign and he loves you a lot that like you know you're going to trust that what he has is good may not line up with what you think is good Mm -hmm. right yeah, because yeah. it's human nature to take the path of least resistance yeah and to go for what's comfortable and so um but what God wants us to do is not always like the life of faith does not always call us to the path of least resistance right. from the outer world, you know? Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah. What is being sustained by the gospel? And he, he defines the same as I can't live a day without the presence of Jesus. Mm. And so like when we think about it that way and that's like our, our motivation and like, that's what is sustaining us is Jesus, the, the presence of God alone. I think that that really can like flip our idea of being sustained by the gospel around, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Sure. Yeah. And then he also said that true trust is tied to sustainment. Um, So like, am I dependent on Jesus to Mm -hmm. be my fulfillment in the season I'm in? Am I truly trusting that he knows what my best interest and that he won't let me like, he won't just like, let me fall off, off, you know? And so, I think that that is, yeah, so true and so pertinent in, in, like, our life is, like, am I consumed by God? Is he the only one that's sustaining me? And do I truly trust him to, like, lead me in the right way, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. Yielding that trust up is, it's so hard because I think the, the, the older we get, the more and more in control and capable we feel over our lives. And maybe mm-hmm. it's easier when you're, you know, 19, 20, and you're, like, just starting to figure out, okay, college, job, like, what am, what am I doing with my life? What's going on? What car do I get? Um, mm-hmm. And then you, you, as you live life, you're like, oh, no, I, I think I got this figured out. It's like, no, you don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trust the Lord. Yeah. Yield it to him. Right. That's really good. Good word. You should be a pastor. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I would like to pastor only you, Grace. <laughs> That's all I have faith for. Oh my gosh. Not Dylan. (laughs) Grace and Lottie. That's That's it. I can definitely pass her Lottie. (laughs) Okay, the third point was that God, oh, not God, Paul was strengthened by the gospel. Um, So he was talking about like a full life change being completely strengthened by the gospel. Mm. Um, What did you guys get from that? Uh, yeah, I love they said you have to value it as the most important thing. That's such a simple, simple thing. You're like, yeah, duh. And then so hard to keep that front and center sometimes. We let, let ourselves get distracted. I do. And it's like, wait, no, am I being driven by the gospel right now? Is, the, is this what's helped me do this? I like what you 
you said about um peace versus ease too. same same kind of thing it's like do i have to, is is the gospel my barometer is that my true north um and and is it the, is that truly the strength i'm praying for when i'm asking for strength mm-hmm. uh when i'm praying each day for it mm-hmm. i want more of that mm-hmm. i think for me like yeah i've there's been like, I guess part of my story involves like just being very individualistic. Like I can make it, I can make it to these bills. So I remember back a time when like I Uber drove just to have a few, few extra dollars um, in my, in my wallet. <clears throat> and I have such like this temptation of like, I can lean on myself. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to lean on the community of God that's blessed me with. I don't need to let them into key decisions that I'm making. I can kind of, you know, carry this all on my back on my own. And I mean, you know, part of my testimony was the day that came crumbling apart and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, well, I can't do this by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I sometimes think about like, sometimes it does come back the individualistic spirit. Like mm-hmm. what can I build on? Mm-hmm. And I think there are times in my life where like I'm putting a lot of time in the gospel of like, where's that source coming from? And that's being built up and maybe other things are kind of falling through the cracks or just don't have priority anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Oh wait, I need to like start focusing back on work, focusing on this and right, kind of right. rebalances. Right. And there's like this ebb and flow of, right. Yeah. this constant cycle of like things going up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I think it was a challenge for me to think like, you know, what actually, when I think of being strengthened is like, if you're having a bad day, like what's something that can normally bring you back up? Um, or what is something that you're like focused on trying to like a skill or something? Mm-hmm. Is that skill like gospel related or you're just trying to, you know, lift the same thing the guy next to you is doing, or are you trying to do what you see someone at work is doing mm-hmm. um, because it's working for them and you're trying to like strengthen that part of your, yeah. your resume. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I was thinking about, he talked about it and I was thinking about it too, of like, if I went through what Paul went through, yeah. would I keep going? And I, I mean, I would like to think so because of the gospel and because of Jesus, but like he went through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro's joking about closed doors. Like, Paul could have done that, like, ev- all the time. Like, oh, this feels like a closed door. Yeah. This like, torture mm, feels like a closed, closed door. door. Yeah, yeah no, I gotta get it. Yeah. yeah, prison, Not shipwreck. Sure like, <laughs> but, but he did keep going. And, like, until he died, he kept going. Yeah. And so, like, that that fortitude to continue and to, like, continue to, to teach and preach the gospel mm. and, and, like, see lives be changed can only yeah. come from Jesus yeah. because like yeah. he had it rough out there for a while. Right. Right. The very sobering question he asked that like for me was if some, what if something happened one day, if it fell apart, like what would happen? So like if Netflix was canceled, like yes. what would you do? And like immediately I had to stop. I was like, well, if all my friends called me one day and they're like, you're not going to exist in my life anymore. Yeah. I was like, that would be a hard thing. Yeah. And it's like, well, at the end of the day, like yeah. Jesus friendship is what, is, yeah. is what matters most. And it's mm-hmm. like trying to be like, okay, well, that's obviously where I get strength from. Mm-hmm. And it's good that that is a source, but it's not the source. You know, you have to really, just because something is good when it becomes the ultimate thing is when it's yeah. kind of the yeah. hard stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, that's really good. Um, yeah. Let the gospel be what strengthens you. So then our applications kind of went back to the points in that they were allow the gospel to be your motivation, allow the gospel to be what sustains you, and let prayer be what strengthens you. So which of those stuck out to you the most in like, man, I really, I really want to grow in this, in this area? Yeah, like Sam was saying, the motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, it was really telling. Um, 
like Joe said, yeah, what, what, if it was taken away, like what would just send you in a, a panic? And I think that's, there's so many things I can be driven by and natural human things, but that's not, it's not an excuse. We don't, we don't stop there, right? Like we, we, mm-hmm. we keep pushing to live a life of spirituality, even though we are, we are so swayed by our flesh most of the time. Um, I think that, that was the, the real joy and heart and like core of this, of Joe's word was just, you know, that, that key change, like just getting down to the root of what motivates you, um, what drives you and making sure that's the gospel. Because I think we have to wrench that wheel away every day. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's, that's something it's, it, it has to be an active part for me to play mm-hmm. for me to do it. I'm not just like, Oh yeah, gospel autopilot. I'm good yeah. to go. It's like, no, I have to, slap myself in the face in a healthy way with the spirit um, every day. You slap water in your face in the morning, uh, slap the spirit on your soul in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need it every day. Get slapped by the spirit. Get slapped by the spirit. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I think, I think the, the sustainment really stuck out to me in that his, like, he was consumed, he was constantly, con- Paul was constantly consumed by what consumed God. And what consumes God mm-hmm. is pursuing us and reconciling us to himself. Right. And so am I sustained and consumed by God and only God? And do, or do I do the right thing because I think that someone's going to notice mm-hmm. or yeah. because yeah. someone's going to like congratulate or um, like thank me or something mm-hmm. like that. Like what am I consumed by and like, let it be only Jesus, you know? Right. I think that was, yeah. What, what I've been thinking a lot about this week. Yeah. I think it's been motivation in the small things mm-hmm. because it can just be so easy for me to think because something is easy or it's yeah. because something makes sense. A lot of times mm-hmm. I can like definitely analyze and reason like, and I can even use scripture to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, where I'm like, Oh, well it's good to help this person because God says we should love our neighbor. And I'm like, well, what's the motivation behind that? Am I motivating it because you know, of what I recognize the gospel's done for me mm-hmm. or am I doing wanting to help them because they're probably gonna um, be excited about that or maybe they like, like, like me more, et cetera, things like that. Yeah. So I think it's more motivation in those, everyday tasks that a lot of times I just go on autopilot because yeah. it's what makes sense or it's what people around me are doing. Yeah. That's really good. Well, cool. This has been fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> if, okay. So uh, usually at the end we give like an encouragement to, to the audience, to the listener mm-hmm. of like, as you go about your week, this is Wednesday, you're halfway through the week. Like what's your encouragement to them as they continue through Sam, I think you should go first. Teen time, should I go? Uh, I can go. I actually <laughs> had a verse that popped up when um, Joe had talked about the at the end, the parable of the, the two builders. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the verse in First Peter five ten that says, "The God of all grace, who called you to His eternal glory in Christ, will Himself restore, establish, strengthen, and support you after you have mm-hmm. suffered a little while." I just kind of feel like that verse definitely is coming from a gospel standpoint of like when you are going through suffering. And so I would just, you know, I ask myself this and I encourage people to ask themselves, like right now, what's supporting, strengthening and establishing me right now That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, in that foundation? That's, That's good. good. I think along the same lines, yeah, I, th- I think we can look at some of this and be like, okay, the gospel should be your motivation. The gospel should be what sustains you. Um, 
but it, it's it's supposed to be strengthening you, like you're saying. It's it's not just a take. Like, okay, all right, do I have enough strength to, to be driven by the gospel day? Like, like God is going to give you grace yeah. to be motivated, to be sustained. Like that 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 sustaining is not just well. That's what you need to, to put your hope on. It's that, but it's also because that's what's going to fulfill you. That's what's going to lift you up and give you life to give to others. So that we're not like trying to self-glorify as we're talking about as we help mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and even just, I think the example of Paul, we're like, look at all these crazy things that he kept doing over and over and over again. It's like, I could like, I think we can look at that and be like, oh, I can't do that, God. I can't, I, I can't get tortured all the time. That's not my bag. Yeah. My body's not built for that. Mm-hmm. You know, God's going to give you grace for each step as you go. There's a, um, there's a hormone that, uh, I believe it's a hormone um, that's released in women after childbirth mm-hmm. where they literally forget the pain and trauma of childbirth. Yes. And it's, you if you and, it, and <laughs> if you've given birth, you're like, well, yeah, how, how, why would you ever do that again if mm-hmm. you just gave birth? You begin to forget that pain and trauma mm-hmm. so that you're foolish enough to have another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but that's, that's I mean, God made our bodies. Isn't yeah. that amazing that he mm-hmm. did that? But I think it's also, I, I see that as a picture with Paul, where it's like, well, well, Paul didn't just, you know, get saved on the road to Damascus and then Jesus laid it all out for him. It's like, yeah, I'm going to sustain you. Mm-hmm. For this this issue, this torturing, this being stuck in this dungeon, um, this discouragement, like he he is empowering and strengthening in each moment. We don't have to look at the the, the long scope of our life. We have to be faithful to keep going day after day, um, to, to to keep making the gospel the core thing in our life. What what drives us, motivates us, sustains us mm-hmm. um, to be strengthened in prayer, as Joe was saying. That's good. Yeah, I think mine would be all these things and also like pursue community this week to talk about this with because I think that like this has been really cool for me to like let that what what I get may not be what someone else gets it from a message in that the iron sharpening iron. And so like as you continue to like pursue the gospel, be strengthened, be motivated, be sustained, but also like get people around you who are like minded and tell them about it and also get people who are not like-minded and tell them about it (laughs) because like, yeah, like what, what do we, what's the point if we're like listening to this, we're taking it in and then we're not sharing it with other people, you know? So, um, yeah, pursue that this week and that's all I've got. So yeah, we are excited to see you on Sunday. Um, D groups are starting this week. So Hopefully you're all set on that um, if you signed up to be in a D group. Mm-hmm. Um, our ladies event is next Friday, so all the ladies that are listening, um, that registration is live. You can sign up there and on our website. Dads, make it easy for your wives. Husbands, make it easy for your wives to go out to that yes, event. Exactly. Make it a priority for them. Yeah. Even if they don't think it's a priority, you help them. Help them make it easy yeah. to go. That's good. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, and that's all we've got. So have a great week and we'll yeah. see you next time. Thanks. Bye. See you guys.